When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace and... Now let's head down the coast to Corpus Christi, Texas. Let's check in with Captain Cliff Webb this morning. Cliff, good morning. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, Mickey. Just uh, got a lot of water down here just like you guys do. I bet you do. Boy, I saw some videos where piers are getting all messed up in Port Mansfield from all the water and wind, man. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, you got to drop through about two foot of water to even get in the parking lot of Snoopy's. It's all the way over the road, and... uh, that's Watching nuts. these guys try to get their boat off their trailer yesterday, I pulled over there, and uh, <laughs> they're backing in with their, I mean, their bumpers underwater, you know, all up under their truck, and they're having to get out and push their boats off. I'm going, man, I don't know. Is it really worth it? The fish are scattered right now anyway. So I've just been kind of waiting to let this water fall out. But what what will happen is uh, this is good for our system, all this water. And sure. the reason our water doesn't fall out as fast as, as, as it does up, you know, where you're at and stuff is the way we're faced is so – a north wind, a northeast wind pushes against the causeway and holds our water in our system. Right. And so we had that bull, you know, that bull tide and all that stuff, and that water came in, and we had five inches of rain down here earlier in the week. And so you add all that up together, then the north wind hit and wouldn't let it flow out. Man, and you're so getting as all as this, good stuff, buddy. Yes, sir. And so as soon as this, you know, north wind slacks up, and the southeast wind will push against the bay, it'll, it'll push the water out. And that will push all the shrimp and little little minnows and all that stuff, uh, mud minnows out of those estuaries and sloughs and stuff in the back of Alazon and Bath and mm-hmm. Lincoln. And they'll start pulling out and we start catching fish at the mouth. But as a fisherman, try to wait up there in the back of those knee-deep mud sloughs with scattered fish at my age and try to catch them. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's, a young man, it's a young man's game. You really yeah, got to be mad. That knee-deep mud stuff, you know? those days have been gone for me. Yes, sir. You got to be mad at them for that. It's, it's possible, you know to do it and uh i'm talking oh, to joey Perry, i mean if there's yeah. nine and ten pounders jumping out of the water i'm gonna oh, get me some I, yeah I'm, i'll crawl i'll, in there crawl, I'll crawl to get to them <laughs> yes sir but not penciled but you know yeah. and I, I talked to joey joey was out a couple of days and it's the same thing with him scattered fish you know and uh really having to work a lot of area to catch them it's a little pod to fish and, and that's what happens this time of year so you do find a pot of fish they're on the move it's not like you're sitting there feeding and stationary those fish are moving on out so you got to kind of figure what's what the movement pattern is and staying with the bait but uh the fish are here but just just a lot of water on top of them and the water's kind of stained in some areas but uh 
it's just going to at this front's going to make things better. We needed this this little thing, this little flushing right here. It helps us yes, a lot. We did, you know. And uh, I don't know if you talked to Blaine. Is his bird still in South Texas? He lost his bird. Still got him, man. He got uh, he got a bunch of rain. Um, what was it? I guess when that front came through, he got it later. You know the way that tail was on that front, but he was hoping. I hope it doesn't move his birds. That's what he was saying. Yeah, but mine. I went. Oh man, I went the day before yesterday, and I would just did fill up deer feeders and stuff, you know, and did all that stuff, wait for the birds, and I went back, and then it was just like, you know, it's like man, where <laughs> they were gone. They just and they do really? that in our places. Waves of birds. Why do they do that? Deer. I mean, where do they go? You know, I think it's just waves of birds. You know, what was helping us was the dry conditions, and we had the two big water holes. And now that it's rained, you know, the, the resident bird stuff don't have to come water. They got, you know, puddles to drink out of and stuff like that. So that did hurt us. But what normally happens this time of year, look at all the records, is the, the first and second front will push the northern birds, San Antonio birds and all this yeah, stuff down. Long the doves. Long yeah, long-tailed And so we're hoping that'll happen, you know. And But the amount of white wing we had this year is just unbelievable. When I was a kid, you'd never shoot white wing in South Texas. You have to go down the valley. And uh, now, Mickey, they are just all over South Texas. Tons of white wing. So that is just amazing to me how they've changed. That and the ringnecks, you know, we got the ringneck birds. You have the or the ringnecks in, in your area? Yeah, we got a few. I mean, we don't have them real thick, you know, the Eurasian doves or whatever they call them. But, yeah, they're uh, taking over here, man. Yeah. I get a few else. on the feeders, not not a lot. Mm-hmm. I get more white wings than I do them. I get a lot of white mm-hmm. wings there on the bay where I'm at. Yeah, it's uh, that's what we get a lot of white wings. But we're starting to get more of the raises. And you know, I went out to the beach yesterday, and I'm still seeing teal flying. It's amazing, still flocks of teal moving. And uh, yes, but the amount of red fisher, but I know you guys are seeing it too. There's so many people fishing long rods right now, and the surf is so rough and so hard for them. It's uh, got the sharkathon going on. Got a bunch of shark fishermen down here. You know, with all the long rods out with the shark fishermen, so it's a uh, a lot of people, but the playing feels kind of tough, Mickey. <laughs> it's just, yes. you, know, it's, uh, you know, that shark fishing has become a big sport up and down the Texas coast. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. We got millions of them. Fish yeah, sir, get after it. Get after yeah. it. Kill them all. You know, I was talking. To, <laughs> I was talking to Fred, and he got he's got these guys that uh, they set up on the beach with all their big rods, and you come up and sit next to them, and you pay by the hour. And if one of the rods go out, you get to catch that fish. So you're paying by the hour to fish their stuff. And, really? I, you know, you think about that. What a great idea because to get into shark fishing, you better have a deep pocket. I mean, it's some serious money. Time you buy equipment and all that stuff. The stuff you know, they you buy hear, nowadays. I, I mean, oh I see some of the rigs these guys are using. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you want, you know, you come up and you're paying whatever, 100, 150 bucks an hour to, to sit on those rods, you know, for four or five hours <laughs> and something goes off, it's yours. In the long run, you're coming out cheaper, you know, you think about that, you know. Well, sure. I think the last time Fred did, they caught a couple six-foot black tips, you know, and a couple of good sharks. But, uh, but you go and buy all that stuff, and, and then you got to have the high rack to get the rods up high enough to, to get them out there. You know, it's just nuts. Who'd have ever thought? Yeah. <laughs> you know, shark fishing would get this big, but it it's has. Big. Yeah. And uh, the bull reds are in the surf. Just conditions are hurting these guys. There's just tons of fish in our surf. But their surf's been, you know, our seas are four, six, seven feet. It's been tough out here. But just hundreds of people on the jetties right now. I, I think school was out yesterday. They didn't have a have school here in Corpus yesterday, so we had a bunch of people on the beach. 
Wow. No. Okay. Other than that, Mickey, just, you know, I tried to have that trip on Wednesday with Mike, you know, the mainstream marketing guys and all those good buyers and stuff. Where we had to cancel because of weather. We had five inches of rain, and uh, you couldn't get the boat off the trailer, you know, so I know better than that. You know, don't don't take your guys like that in right. the worst conditions ever. Just go ahead and, and wait, you know, reschedule because, you know, you, you kind of learn this late in life. You can't fight nature. You're not going to win. So you might as well just hunker down and wait on her. You know, when she gets gets ready to let me out there, I'll I'll go back out and catch some fish. Well, that's a game we play in this line of work, man. It's just the way it works. But uh, you're fishing okay up there? Yeah, it's okay. There's not a lot of people fishing right now. It's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's decent. I wouldn't call it fantastic or anything like that. I mean. Sabine Lake's doing pretty good, but there, you know, a lot of small trout. The red redfish is a big bonus right now on this upper coast. That's what everybody's. That's what that's what these guys are doing. They're still soaking the sardines Florida. and they're catching a lot of, you know, reds. Galveston, Sabine, redfish, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's amazing how these big bull redfish have become such a predator on our trout. I didn't, you know, I've had them knock them off my line this year a few times, and, and just you know, you're talking about those. Those bull reds eating your trout. I'm realizing, man, those, you know, redfish are eating pretty good sized trout. They'll eat a 14, 15 inch trout off your line. That's, Easily. That's, I didn't realize. Easily. Didn't realize they were such a predator. Man. We but the thing we don't going have. On yeah. up my way, we got bull reds schooling and eating small trout with uh, wow. schools of bull sharks and black tips eating the redfish. Man. It's <laughs> a tough world out there, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. I'd like to be in the middle of that, buddy. Yeah, well, I saw it on the shoreline where they're all jumping out of the water, eating each other, and uh, said, "Boy, I don't want to weigh that flat. They can have that." Yeah, that's that's something else. Well, we just don't have the the shark problem you guys have. Knock on wood yet. You know, down at the open packer, we have a few sharks up in the upper Laguna Madre, but not much still down the salinity level. Still eighty parts per thousand, so you're just not going to get the sharks down and no. in bathing and land cut like we've got. But, well, and y'all don't get the stingrays like everybody else does either. No, and that's so weird. You know, I just ne- I've never worn stingray boots, and I see one or two a year, if that. You know, and uh, and that's what you know. I, I have all these poor guys come down in the winter, and they put those stingray guards over the waders and all that. You know, and it's just so hard to wade and stuff. You know. You know, and I understand. I, I don't say nothing because I'd be the first one to not, you know, someone get hit in my boat. But when you think about when you got your Sims wading boots on and all the other gear on, and if you're walking slow, what's the odds? And if you do get hit, is it really going to go through all that stuff? You know, so it may. I say that, but I just don't have them like you guys got. Now I go to Port Mansfield and stuff like that. I wouldn't step out of the boat in some of those areas. It's just amazing how many stingray they have. But when you got one every five, six hundred yards, I'll take that chance. You know. Right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a lot to do with salinity. I think you're, you need a little more fresh water for the rays. I think they don't like the salt. <laughs> I don't think they like it. No. I... You know, in the bottom, too. We have so much grass on our bottom. I think there's a lot to, you know, they love the mouth of the sloughs and stuff like that, more mud. I think that's Yeah, why they like, it. like that softer bottom, you know, kind of like flounder do to bury up in it pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny about our flounder. You know, they like a certain mud. They don't like all mud. They like a certain mud. You know, right. it's just funny when you find that certain stuff they can bury up in. But they don't like the really gushy stuff sometimes. They like the, no. the kind of medium stuff. And we had a little flounder run. We had one little run, and it kind of petered out. But 
you know, I'm expecting after this front uh, they're going to catch them because I think it's getting ready to close here in a few weeks, so they better get them now. Yeah, November 15th for us, Louisiana, October 15th for them. Is it 15th for us here too? Or yeah, November 15th. Okay, November 15th. Okay. I think I'll so. Don't quote look. me on that. I'll have to look it okay. up. There's, there's right. so many rules and regulations and seasons <laughs> and everything now. I, I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I, I mean, know it. It, used to, it was just, there wasn't all this. But, yeah, um, no. I know when opening a deer season and waterfowl season is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> how does uh, how does Blaine think that the horns are going to look this year? Has he got some good horns? He thinks he looks pretty good, man. He's seeing some really nice deer right now. So I tell you, he keeps seeing all these uh, good deer. I may I may have to go early this year. <laughs> well, you just call me. I'll go with. You. I want shooting on. I'll just go with you to hang out with you, man. Let me know. I want to go see his place. I I tried to book a dove hunt with him. You know, and it keeps, I keep having birds here, but now that I'm out of birds, I got enough people to book a trip with him. So maybe in the late season, or if I get time to, I definitely want to go see his place and, and shoot some yeah, birds. Maybe I can get a hold of him this weekend. They're, they're having a lot of cell trouble. Because they, of the, yeah. I think the uh, feds are turning, you know, shutting the towers down so the, you know, cartel and all that can't communicate or what have you. I don't know uh-huh. what's going on down there, but uh, <laughs> we really don't know what's going on. We really don't know what's going on we, down there. You, we don't know. Well, we, we do, but uh, you're not supposed to talk about it. No, that's right. You're not yeah. supposed to talk about Mom's it. the word. Let me knock yeah, this break was, out, Cliff. I'll come right. back to you, buddy. Hang right. with me. I'll be right back. All right. Put old Cliff on hold and. I need to take time to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. Danco's committed to providing affordable, high-quality products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. Check out their premium pliers and their sheaths. They come in a real nice leather sheath. They're what I use and have outstanding quality and performance, and no inshore or offshore boat should be without a couple of pair of these. And uh, another feature I like on these is the integrated jaw crimper, the titanium cobalt cutter. They'll cut uh, braided line. Plus, they have a lifetime warranty, and no boat should be without a pair of Danco fillet knives that come in a variety of sizes, German stainless steel blade, and in my opinion, better than the Bubba blade for half the price. Danco knives have a dual-molded molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch and a DuPont Teflon-coated blade. That's Danco Sports Incorporated. Do it with Danco. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, let's go back and talk some more with Captain Cliff Webb. All right, Cliff, we're back, my friend. Or are we? It dropped? Okay, we'll go ahead and get him back. During the break, he sent me a text with a couple of uh, really nice deer picks on there from from game cams. One ten pointer that's just he's showstopper. Nice brows too. And uh, then I did get a text from a listener. It is November first on the flounder regulations when they're going to close. November first till December fourteenth at midnight. So. <clears throat> I was a couple of weeks off on that one, hoping and wishing. That's when the real flounder run will kick in, though, about the 15th of November, from what I've seen over the years. From then till early December, it's just crazy. Pretty good. Pretty decent. All right, let's go back to him. I got you now, Cliff. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, All right, we something dropped. It don't matter. We're back. All right, I man. I'm probably playing with my phone trying to send you that picture. I hope I didn't do it, but anyway, well, I want to see that matter. picture of those two deer. You know, I those two them. deer that uh, my pit, my buddy's got. That's low fence up by Freer. It's uh, 8,500 oh. acres, and it's just two brothers been hunting it all these years, and uh, they don't shoot anything hardly at all. And they got these deer in that place. And aren't those amazing? That's low fence deer. Man, that nighttime shot of that ten point. My gosh, what tine length? That's the a G- monster ten. The the G ones. Those brow tines are huge. I, mean, that I think the so 16 much inches on, yeah, I think there's got some 16 inch tines on that deer. The main beam, look at the main beams. I guarantee you the those main beams are threes. 24 inches. Yeah, those yeah, main beams are 24 inches. tell by the way they go out and curl, curl in at the tips. Man, those mm-hmm. are long main beams. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I'm excited. We, uh, it seems like all up and down, uh, you know, South Texas, the horns are just a little bit better and the birds, the quail are better. So we did, I think we got a little bit better better year on game than well, we did y'all got year. timely rain all those ranches down there through the spring and summer they actually mm-hmm. got more rain down there than we did up here and yeah uh, it was weird year we did it, normally it you guys get strange. flooded up there yeah yeah and like you know last monday or sunday monday we had five inches here on the island which uh just greened things up and it's just amazing how it uh it does things just come alive when it get that rain and, you know we're shooting birds i'm still shooting when i was shooting up last week i'm still shooting some of those short tail you know freshly nested birds you know young birds so there's still some mm-hmm. you know i think i don't know how many hatches they had this year but you can just tell that there's a lot of young birds so that was really good for our our, our, our dove population having yeah, all at least birds. double hatches for sure and mm-hmm. yeah. you know same way with true. you know songbirds around my house the cardinals had two hatches this year I don't know how oh, many cardinals crazy. I've got around my place. It's crazy. Yeah, that's good stuff. You know, do you have green jays? Uh, no, we don't get them up here like down there, but that is, that is a cool yeah. bird, a green jay. 
Yeah, we got them all over our deer lease. And, and uh, you know, they got a, a claw like a hawk. <laughs> so I, we, uh, we, one got in my deer blind, and I had to catch him to get him out. You know, he could not find the window to get out of that stupid deer blind. So I caught him in the corner, you know, and I grabbed him, and my granddaughter was with me, so I handed it to her. I didn't realize that thing had claws. I was thinking, yeah, oh, they man. got some claws, and, and, hey, they can crack corn. They got a strong bill on them. Yeah. So I was I was amazed how tough that little bird was. You know, I decided to let her pet him on the head and turn him loose instead of handing it to her because he was digging into my hand, you know. But that's funny. I didn't realize that. But they're a beautiful bird, man, just amazing. I didn't know if you had them in, up in Houston. But that's pretty much the South Texas. No, we, I've never seen a green jay up this way, but we are seeing more caracara up here. Yeah, that's the, the two-faced bird. That was a bird that, that all those ranchers – and the Kennedy and, and all the, they just hated that bird. I mean, all those fence riders just hated it because it would light on those baby deer and find those, the eyesight so good. They'd see those little baby fawns and, you know, just set them and peck their eyes out and just, you know, eat those baby fawns. So the ranchers just did not like that bird at what, all. What, the Caracara? Yeah, they just, man, all those fence riders on the Kennedy and King Ranch, they just did not like that bird at all. No. But as a deer hunter, that's one of the best. You uh, love them because they'll deer. locate a, they'll locate they'll a purple locate for your, you. Or a dead deer. They yep. certainly will. You know, so that uh, that will help you out. And when you see those caracara sitting on top of the tree, there's your dead deer that you wounded the day before. You know, so <laughs> you know, so that is a good thing. Yeah, but they you can are show they up are, and get the horns because the coyotes and everything else. There's nothing yes, left of that deer. I know it. You know, and that, that thing about the caracara that's dead or alive, they eat it dead or alive. You know, so right. And they go they go both ways, but. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what I've seen in my life. The amount of wildlife that's changed in South Texas, the, the things that we didn't have, we have now, the things that we used to have that we don't have, you know. So it's just, right. uh, you know, you live long enough in the outdoors, you see the changes, you know, see the changes and the, and the invasive species coming in, you know. It's just amazing how, how things have changed here in South Texas. It's just uh, it's kind of like Florida. I look at all that stuff going on in Florida with all their invasive snakes and all that stuff. And I hope it doesn't happen here. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I would like to see those those uh, bowling restrictor stuff survive in South Texas. Well, right if we get, uh, we get yeah. it gets too bad fishing-wise here, we can always go over and be python and boa bounty hunters. <laughs> <laughs> they pay yeah, good money one. to bounty, you know, yeah. on bounty on those snakes, man. You know, I don't get that. So, they're getting so big, they're eating alligators, they're eating deer, deer. everything. Mm -hmm. I know. And this is what's the weird thing about Florida, Mickey. How come they don't let them take a 410 and shoot them? They got to catch them alive, then cut their head off somewhere else. Why don't you just take a 410 in there and shoot them? You yeah. get a lot more. You know, why they, they don't allow to shoot them? I don't get that. You know, I, you, I understand not wanting to shoot a rifle or something like that, but a 410, I mean, you take a bunch of guys in there and get some of those out of that swamp and save some of those, you know. All, I mean, all the raccoons, deer, everything's getting eaten by those things. Yeah, they're but just they taking over. But they have to catch them. They have to catch them and then take them somewhere else and, you know, kill them. Don't get that. <laughs> you know, we need to tell our boys in Louisiana they're really good to eat. Get those boys in Louisiana over there. <laughs> They'll come up with <laughs> a recipe them, real quick. Yeah, you know, tell them that you're only allowed one and they're really good to eat, and we get rid of them. You know, that's, Black that's and constrictor. Black gets <laughs> Something, Mickey, but I hope we don't have it here. But the only invasive species I have are down here are the, are the, are all the immigrants coming in. That's the only invasive species we've got in South Texas, man. I'm what is going it's on? Going it's going on. It, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's overwhelming. I mean, you can't even, you, 
I just can't even imagine. Yeah, I just I always think about Blaine down there, how he's getting through that. He's seen it all, hadn't he? he had, you know, he's had to deal with that for two or three years now. Man. Well, and his ranches are are set off to the side where all the illegals come through there to avoid that checkpoint. Yeah. You know, they're and they're wiggling through his ranches to get to there. And I mean it just footprints in the sand, buddy, them senderas. Those footprints don't lie. You can just see how many look like an army marks through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least it's getting cooler. Look, maybe maybe they won't get any people snake bit and die from the heat now. That's just, that's just a sad thing to come across those women and children get snake bit and heat strokes and everything else. Man, that's, that's, like a, tough, that, that's a tough uh, way to come across, man. Teenage girl Blaine found, I remember uh, what was it, two years ago. I remember that. that was sad. I saw her head sitting up in the grass out there in that pasture, and she just she was so weak she couldn't go anymore. And uh, he rescued her and called Border Patrol, and uh, they got her got her some help, and it ended up finding uh, one of the, one of her relatives in the San Antonio area or somewhere that came and got her. It was oh, that's, that's just crazy. Yeah. It's I'm sure glad, I'm is sure glad Blaine found her, man. What a terrible way to die out there in that heat, man! That's awful. But hopefully that'll that'll hopefully in our lifetime that'll straighten up, Mickey. But I don't know. But anyway, but uh, so you're. I was going to ask you about your your. You guys didn't get the fresh water you normally get this time of year, right? I mean, you're low no, on rain. No, we were. I mean, there was. It just soaked right into the ground. There was hardly any runoff at all, and I've had. You think like, that's going to uh, help your? Ten inches in three weeks. I had three one week, okay. three another, and then four this week. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to affect your salinity level where you're no. going to run your fish off. So you should know no. this winter kind of where you set on fish population. It right. should be normal. Right? Exactly. It's going to be tell because you know you get those big freshwater runs as it moves your fish around. You really can't tell what you got in the winter. This is going to be a big tell. You know, December, January, February. We're going to find out what we got. And this is right before. You know, the, the limits change, so this is right when I think we have some of the biggest fish in our system right now, you know, before mm-hmm. they get snatched out here. Because when they change that limit, I saw several 28s, 29s on the cleaning table. Before that, you didn't see them. So hopefully, you know, we'll get a good winter in here and somebody will catch some big double-digit fish. I'm, I think we're going to see a few double-digit this year. I'm hoping. You know, it's time. Because you yeah, think Wallace's is. fish, you know, is only six years old, you know. And so it's very possible for a fish to get that big since the freedom. So yeah, not down on, there, y'all's, y'all's fish just grow faster for some reason. It's just the amount of bait, you know, and if you have a lighter winter, they grow more, you know, more eating days, more days they mm-hmm. eat. They shut down from high pressure. They don't eat as much during the winter, but you have less high pressure days and the fronts are weaker and they shut down. You, you get more feeding time to fish grow. They're calling for a cold winter this year. I hope they're they right. Are. Because that's, I hope they're wrong. That's when well, I they call for a busy you know. tropical season this year, too. And kind of <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so I hope that's, that'll help us. <clears throat> but I was going to tell people coming down here, our boat ramps are a mess right now. So they're doing a bunch of construction on the island. So they got a bunch of those boat ramps shut down. Then the one at 37 is, you know, it's real hard to get your boat in. A lot of them are... You know, they built one at Packery Channel, but it's totally silted in. It's only six inches deep behind us. They don't try to put your boat in there. No. And it's too, they got, they got it so steep that your, your, your tongue, your treader hangs on, hangs on the ramp. They didn't design oh, it very good. well. <laughs> no, they got, you know, nobody, we don't think we have any engineers here, but it's all good. But anyway, so if you come down, be sure and kind of let, find out where you're going to put your boat in because it's tough right now until this water goes down. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> really hard just getting your boat off the treader. 
Well, you gotta you gotta back up fast and top stop it. I remember yeah, Blaine had a it. guy backing him in one time, and he's going, cop, stop it. He's yelling at him, and the guy's going, what is cop, stop? And he said, slam <laughs> on the damn brakes. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're never going to get out when we get back. And he said, yeah, I'll show you how to get out. And he just pushed him out with a motor. I had a guy do that, and uh, I'm watching him, you know, and they forgot to take that. They flipped the little <laughs> switch on the trailer, but they forgot to unhook it. And so they hit the brakes, go, that, that strap goes down that, all the way down that ramp, you know, what on there. And so he had to, you know, reach over the bow, you know, and take it off. And the other guy crank it all the way up. With that crank ramp. all that cable all, all the way back up on the wind. And everybody oh, watching him give him the stink eye, you know, like, like what is Dubby doing over here, you know. But, well, you I know, watched some guys putting in one time at the old Crawleys back in the day when, when it was windy and, we didn't go fishing. We'd sit over there and drink coffee with Jerry Crawley in the mornings. And these guys backed in, and he uh, got all of his stuff unhooked on his boat. And his buddy went over there and undid the was going to undo the winch, but before he undid it, that guy lifted the rollers on the trailer, and then he <laughs> undid the winch, and he couldn't get away from it. That winch handle hit him in the head three or four times before he could back oh, no. off from it. Oh man! Oh, he That's had knots man. on the head. That was. And you don't want to laugh in front of them because you're afraid they'll come no. over and kill you for it. But, uh, boy, we laughed about <laughs> oh, that after. God. Hey, they oh, they put in and went fishing, headed to the mm. spillway. It was yeah, northeast of about 25, kind of like it is this morning. They were going to the light company. You know, you just hate <laughs> somebody get hurt and going fishing and hunting. I just hate that. You know, right? And, you know, it's just that's the worst thing, you know. Get hurt at work or something, that's different. But hey, that wind channel would have hit me in the forehead one oh, time. I'd have been out like Mike, Mike Tyson just punched me, you know. I got, yeah, I got my hand caught. I was putting the bird line. I was about 30 years old. And that little rubber thing came off the front of your trailer, that little roller, you know, so uh -huh. it was just metal on there, you know. Uh -oh. And back then, the old boats didn't have a finished edge. It had like a little lip over fiberglass. <laughs> and uh, so I back, the water was high enough back then, and that tongue hung on that, hung on that little deal right there. And I wrenched my hand and pushed it, and my finger got caught under it and cut that ring finger off. And it, uh, oh. it's, it's, it come all the way to the bones, just hanging there. You know, it's just, and oh. so, yeah, so I tell those guys, they don't think we're going to be able to make it today fishing. So they grabbed that piece of my finger and put a little thing of milk. And we, the guys, the surgeon here was named Dr. Snook. His name, last name was Snook. <laughs> and so I go in there. And he sewed my finger back on. I got this big old scar, and it works perfect. You can even hardly tell it, you know. I says, Doc, what do I owe you? He says, well, I, I sure like to trot fish. <laughs> so I took him trot fishing. Just well, there you go. Hey, come yeah, get yeah. you some. All you want, You buddy. know, but it's all good. It didn't break the bone, but it just peeled all the meat. Oh, that's, all that's even but, worse, boy. That's nasty. You know, so, yeah. So, you know, don't stick your hand under there and try to push your boat off. Just uh, no. pull the boat up a little bit and take the pressure off. So uh, exactly. I'll, I'll save you guys a few fingers. <laughs> I'll save you guys a finger or two. Don't do it. Boy, Man, that makes good. me cringe. Yeah, All right, I've Cliff, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you and baffing, how they get a hold of you, man. All right, Mickey, Minerico, 361 949 Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey. Always a pleasure. Enjoy it. See you, Ghost Rose. You Ghost bet Rose. you. I'm, right, I'm primed. Later, man. All right. That's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if 
you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. And uh, you can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles, their regulators and diffusers. They even refill your bottles there at the store. If you need more info on the oxygen response, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And check out all their wild-caught guff shrimp. No farm raised at Boyd's. They've got uh, the big 912, 16, 18s, always got a great price, great availability. And check out their Cajun Grill next door. Great food, great prices. Boyd'sOneStop.com. Call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Vicky sent you. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west.
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. Final segment already. My, how time has flown. All right, let's go up to Lake Livingston to Penwall Campground and Marina. Let's check in with our good friend Harry Detant, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Harry. Hey, hey, Mickey, how are y'all this morning? Oh, we couldn't be better than you. It's a, well, let's call it a, a little breezy up here this morning. I think we're about, uh, in Philly, it really feels nice, about 64 degrees. Awesome. And also, uh, we got a little bit of a, I don't know, it's 10 or 11 mile an hour wind coming out of the, kind of the northeast. Right, uh, blowing into us a little bit, but uh, other than that, uh, uh, it's pitch black up here. Mickey, you, you can't see your hand in front of your face outside right now, but uh, but anyway, that's just the way it is. But it's it's going to be an okay day, you know. The Livingston, you know, the lake has came up a little bit, and when I say a little bit, I mean just a little bit, but at least it's kind of stopped going down, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got uh. Let's call it a decent amount of water coming down out of the Dallas area that should be hitting in here probably, uh, oh, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe. So right. that that's going to help. I mean, I mean we're still, uh, I think if you just put a number to it, we're about 44 inches low. You know, we was we was slightly below four foot low. And then we started getting, we've had some rain up here. We had some really good good rain up here. And then Dallas has been catching a little bit of rain. So it's kind of come up. Anyway, hopefully it's kind of stabilized. We, we kind of dropped out of a 100-degree weather where we're evaporating more and we're putting in. And uh, so anyway, things have kind of, kind of turned around. All the, all the, with the rain, all the brown grass has turned green. I mean, I've never seen anything turn green so quick, but, but, uh, we went from, uh, this dead brown grass to green, pretty green grass, uh, seemed like overnight when we got, we got about, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe two and a half inches of rain up here, uh, at least in my area. In some areas got more than that. So, right. uh, so anyway, it was things kind of, clicking along. I mean, this time of the year, there's not really a lot going on up here on the lake. Uh, we're still catching some white bass. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, I've seen some nice catfish come in. And um, ironically, you know, uh, the guys fishing the, the black bass, they've been doing uh, fairly well, too. So, anyway, but uh, I guess everything's in a smaller lake right now. But uh, alligators are out. Uh, man, we went down through the uh, through the creek there, uh, I don't know, yesterday, day before yesterday, I, I didn't even tell you. <laughs> like we, we've got, we're loaded up with about, I don't know, four foot alligators or smaller. I don't right. know where they all fit lizards. from. Lizards. <laughs> lizards, they sure are. They're, they're little lizards. They, they, they watch you like a hawk, you know. But, uh, you know, I mean, those alligators, they're not going to bother you. I mean, and really, uh, an alligator on it on its own, you know, if he sees you, he's going to go away from you. But with that gator that kind of wants to come to you, somebody's been feeding it, and, yes. and that's uh, really the wrong thing to do. It's against the law. 
I mean, that's yeah. uh, you don't feed wild animals. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no, they'll, uh, like that gator, he'll, he'll try to feed on you if you feed him, you know. But, but uh, yeah, they, uh, they've been poking around. We have, uh, uh, you know, we, it's, yeah, uh, it's been quite uh, unusual. We've been able to, to pick up a lot of stuff off the, uh, around our bank lines and stuff, you know, that's collected over the years. We've pretty well got them cleaned back up and everything, and hopefully we won't have to do it for another 15, 16 years. But uh, uh, things have been going uh, about normal. It's really been really quiet up here to get right down to it. Uh, there's just not a lot of traffic at all. Uh, no, times are kind of quiet down here. There's not a lot, you know, the, except, you know, when there's a tournament or something, you know, a lot of boats show yeah. up. but pressure has been uh, yeah. fairly weak you know there's one uh there's one uh, mexican food restaurant uh, uh on my way home uh and and uh on tuesday nights i go over to see my brother and i'll come in probably about eight thirty or 9 and, and normally under normal operating conditions i mean that place is hopping at at eight thirty or 9 o'clock but here mm. for the last uh, three or four weeks I guarantee there ain't five or six cars there, but normally the parking lot is jam packed full. But you know, there's not a lot of not a lot of people uh, in town, meaning coming out of Houston this way. Right. And uh, you know, it just it just uh, that's that's a natural happening. I guarantee. You, you know, we see a lot of smaller businesses. They'll uh, they'll try to open up in August, and they won't make them up until the winter. You know, just because. No. You know, suddenly you got a, a huge drop in, in the population around the lake, uh, you know, when school starts and all. Yeah, but, y'all are real was, seasonal up there. You know, everybody wants to fish in that early spring, and then the, as soon as it gets hot, uh-huh. it, it starts tapering off. It, it tapers off. It's about as, about as seasonal as you can get, you know. I mean, you know, right about when it hits August, you got school starting, and and then you've got uh, corn feeders to fill up and, and <laughs> right away to mow and everything else. And the same people that, that uh, fish go hunting, you know. So, right. You know, and, and then, you know, you've got a big influx of people out of Houston that, that slow down. So, anyway, that's that's the way it is. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if you, you know our ramps are still running right now. Uh, we, we're not having any problem ramping the boat in and out, but. It's a it's a really a good time if you just got in your boat and, and uh, uh, just take it easy and watch what you're doing. You keep I keep the boat in the channel, but uh, you can really get a real good look at this lake right now. Yeah, I mean, learn the structure of the lake, uh, the layout. I mean, Boy, it's a low water is always the best time to do that, even here on the bays after these hard northers, you know, low tides. Oh, yeah. you learn a lot. You know, once, once you get that picture in your mind, you just don't forget it. You know, I mean. Uh, or at least I don't, and all. Right. But uh, you know, we, uh, I don't know, I learned run this lake a long time ago on, on a real low lake. And, and for me, you know, I just, wherever I go, you know, I, I just keep it in the channel. I run the channel like crazy. And when I don't come out of the channel, I just, uh, unless I don't know exactly where I'm going, I just ease out and go to whatever I'm going to. But, uh, uh, it, it really gets pretty simple if you if you do it that way. I mean, but uh, we've got some pretty big pretty big stump patches out yonder, and, 
and you know stick ups and uh, you name it, we got it. But uh, you know, but you know, but you put four foot of water back over top of it, you know, and uh, some of it's it's okay, but uh, you know, you, if like uh, you know, I saw I think I told you, Mickey, but you know, I was, I was coming in. Uh, uh, I think it was last year, and I was coming out of Indian Hills, coming back towards Benoit. I was rolling along there and, and see this guy, and he had one of these big, nice ski boats, and he was pulling some kids on uh, tubes and stuff like that. And I said, oh, my God, you know what that boy He's sitting right on top of a, a stump patch. And, and uh, I said, oh, well, you know, I, can, I, don't, I ain't going to let that one slide. Somebody could really get hurt, so I just slowed down. I turned around, and I pulled into him real, real easy, and he was picking up his stuff, and I said, sir, I, I said, I don't know if you know it or not, but you're pulling those kids right through a stump patch, and he's his exact words to me. He said, I've been on this lake a long time. He said, I know exactly where I'm at. I said, yeah, I can really tell you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, here, here I am, I'll go out of the way to be nice to that guy, you know, and he's just sarcastic, like, like, like he's the king of the lake, you know. And I said, yeah, I can tell you, you know exactly where you're at, you know. But, but uh, you know, there's uh, you have to be really careful. And I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I thought for a while there, Mickey, that that we'd probably go uh, uh, down closer to five foot below, who you know, and 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 that. Then when you do that, things really go to changing around. I mean, they they sure do. I mean, they look. There's a lot of difference between uh, 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 on four foot. Four foot, you can really get a good look at things. And in uh, five foot, yeah, you can. You really know where things things are at at five foot. But but uh, it all it all work out. I mean, well. We've had more. We've had more rain in the last what three weeks than we did in the last three months, I think. At least, yeah, three to four uh-huh. months. I mean, just yeah. <clears throat> it was a Not welcome very... sight to see. Yeah. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> it was terrible. And I tell you what, you know, we got that rain. You know, all the grass up here was brown. Right. And I've never, if you ever. <laughs> That grass can turn green overnight with a little bit of water. I mean, it's amazing how quick everything right now is, it looks really pretty and green, you know. And and uh, uh, it just uh, it just overnight. That last rain we got here uh, uh, this week, uh, uh, we got a pretty good rain, and then the next, the better part of the next day, it just kind of drizzled all day long, you know. Yeah, it was one of them real soaker type type rain it, it did us a lot of good i mean especially on our trees and grass and stuff like that it, it made a, a big difference so anyway we're just kind of we're just kind of kicked back and and just kind of treading water until uh until springtime and all that's, it's uh it's the same song every, every year it's always it's always the same you know so you just uh you roll and, and you roll real busy during the summer, and then all of a sudden it just comes to a crash and screeching halt, you know. And, and uh, school starts and everything else, and it's just time to time to slow down and take it easy and, and do repairs and stuff like that. So, but, but, 
it always seems to seems to work. But I think I tell you what, at least for us here, I think this is probably probably one of the tougher years that we've had in all the years we've been here. I mean, it just uh, uh, well, I think a lot of it's got to do with the economy too. You know, I think so. Inflation, but yeah, I mean. Uh, economy and and then you know you got uh, hundred degree weather and and I mean, yeah that didn't help that did not help a bit I mean that that didn't help in Lower Lake and the, everything you know you just roll them all together and you got a you got a pretty uh, pretty good package there but but it's bad all right. combination man it's a bad combination you know but uh, every year's different uh, next year will be different and. Uh, or at least I hope it is, you know. But uh, that's just one of the, one of those deals, you know. But, but uh, everything everything up here is going pretty well. I mean, and you know, I come across the big bridge uh, there. Uh, I don't know. I think it was uh, Thursday. Uh, I think yeah, that's Thursday. That's when it, we had that drizzling rain, you know. And, and yeah. uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, you look across the water, and I guarantee you that water's already uh, stirred up. So you know that you got you got a lot of runoff coming into the lake and everything else, and it just it, it's really muddied up and all down through there. But but it'll it'll clear up, you know. It uh, sure will. But it, uh, we was it really grateful we got that right. It kind of it kind of saved our bacon just a little bit, and all sure did. Anyhow, but, uh, you know, these guys, uh, <clears throat> a lot of the trout line, they're still doing really good on the trout lines and stuff. They're catching some nice catfish and all. I, I've had a couple of guys, they've got, uh, they fished on, along the river channel. I channel with these live scopes for catfish and, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll pick up, pick up some pretty good fish like that. But traffic here on the lake, I guarantee you, it's just about, it isn't zeroed out, but it's not, not real heavy. And sure not. So, good time to sit back and take it easy. I guess, you know, I guess if people are getting back into their deer leases and stuff, I guess, uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard a whole lot about that except what I what I was told there about a couple of weeks ago when it was so dry. But they've still got a burn ban, as far as I know, here on, on this living scenario and all. But, uh, Hopefully we'll keep on getting some rain and they'll take it take it off and all. So everything will work out, make it one way or the other. Well, they lifted it in my county where I'm at, so did they? Yeah. Yeah. Well that's that's good. I mean, you know, I mean we got a we got a pile of uh, a pile of stuff we need to we need to burn oh, and I all. And but, I hope it uh well there's gonna be a lot of a lot of trees coming down this winter. Oh, these hard northers, all these dead trees, they'll be blowing over oh, like crazy in the woods. Oh, yeah. There's these hunters that. better be careful in the woods in the high wind. Well, high wind and a break in the limb and everything else. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, there's just up and down these highways here. And, I mean, there's, everywhere you look, there's a, there's a dead tree standing. Oh, yeah. Lake. Well, that's when you know you're in a slump. Things are going bad when a tree falls on you. That's oh, uh, oh, Lord, life yeah. is not good. <laughs> that is, that is not good. No. Yeah, yeah. 
while you're walking through the woods, look up every now and then. Make sure you're not walking underneath the dead tree. Yeah, don't don't dilly-dally around a dead tree. Get on through uh-huh. there. Move on, buddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, Harry, I got to run, my friend. If somebody right, wants to call you up at Pinwall, give them a number, man. Just call up here. It's uh, 936-967-4752. Hope everybody has a good day today. We're going to do her. All right, Harry, good All talking right. to you. Thank Have a good you. weekend. See you, man. Sure. All right. All right, that's Harry Detan up at Pinmaw Campground and Marina. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.